The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the 10 greatest college football games ever played in the month of September in the history of college football. Now, spoiler alert here, from 1869 to 1970s, roughly, most teams began play from November in the 1800s and then gradually morphed to starting play in mid-late September up until the 1970s. So today, while September may mark the beginning of the college football season these days, in the early years of college football, the college football world didn't even start until October or even November. Many phenomenally played games were still played in September. But before we count down the 10 greatest games ever played in the month of September in college football history, here are a few of the games that did not make our list, and they're listed in chronological order. September 29th, 1917, Oklahoma 179, Kingfisher College 0. That same day, interestingly enough, in a high school game in Illinois, Pontiac High School defeated Eureka 157 to nothing. September 29th, 1920, Tulsa 151, Northeast Oklahoma 0. In Coach Francis Smith's Second season after an opening day defeat of St. Gregory, 121 to nothing, Tulsa scored 151 points. Now, if you're keeping track, after two games that season, Tulsa averaged 136 points per game. Then there was the game on September 6, 1980. It was the end of the losing streak where McAllister College from St. Paul ended an NCAA record 50 consecutive game losing streak that spanned from 1974 to 1980. And finally, on September 16, 1989, the Rockets soared as number one Notre Dame defeated Michigan 24-19 in that legendary match where Lou Holtz faced Bo Schembechler. And in the second half, Rocket Rashad Ismail returned consecutive as in two in a row kickoffs for touchdowns of 88 and 92 yards. All right, so if those were the games that did not make our list, what were the games that did? Well, here we go. The top 10 games played in the month of September in college football history. Number 10, the first TV broadcast of college football, September 30th, 1939, Fordham 34, Waynesburg 7. It was broadcast by NBC, and this was the first TV broadcast of college football. Number nine, one ginormous upset. On September 22nd, 2018, Old Dominion 49, Virginia Tech 35. This one is up there with one of the greatest upsets in the history of college football. Old Dominion entered the game 0-3, was in its fifth season as an FBS program, and were 28.5 underdogs, 28.5 point underdogs to number 13 Virginia Tech, who entered the game 2-0, and having previously defeated a number 19 Florida State team 24-3 in week one. 
William and Mary, 62 to 17 in week two. And in fact, the previous season, Old Dominion had been beaten by Virginia Tech 38 to nothing. Well, playing at home, Old Dominion on their second series inserted quarterback Blake LaRusa off the bench. The game was a tightly contested affair tied at 14 going into halftime. But in the third quarter, Virginia Tech appeared to pull ahead 28 to 21, and they kept the lead going entering the fourth quarter. But in the fourth quarter, in a shocking turn of events, the Monarchs stormed back and scored their four fourth quarter touchdowns to pull the ginormous upset 49 to 35. At the game's end, the fans stormed the field and quarterback Blake LaRusa, well, he would go on to throw for 495 yards that day to secure the stunning upset. Number eight, the Pantaruski, September 17th, 1988. Florida State 24, Clemson 21. Clemson entered the game 2-0, number three in the nation. Now, Florida State was 1-1. Clemson took an early 7-0 lead on a 61-yard flea flicker that caught the Seminoles by surprise. But this game was full of surprises. Tied at 21 with two minutes remaining, Clemson had the Seminoles pinned on 4th and 10 inside the 10. Florida State lined up to punt. Then the Seminoles did it. They pulled the punterowski, a fake punt. Instead of snapping the ball to the punter, the ball was snapped to the up back who gave the ball between his legs, mind you, to Leroy Butler. In the meantime, the punter faked the ball going over his head. Butler raced 90 yards to the one-yard line, and one field goal later, the Tigers suffered a most stunning loss. Number seven, the end of frustration. September 2nd, 1995. Northwestern 17, Notre Dame 15. This was the opening day of the season for the Northwestern Wildcats. The season before, Northwestern had gone three, seven, and one, and in fact, since 1971, remember this is 1995, since 1971, Northwestern had not won more than four games in a season. So if you're counting, that was 23 years of posting four wins or less. And in those 23 years, only twice did they win as many of the four games. Now, playing at Notre Dame as a 28-point underdog, Northwestern stunned the Irish, taking a 10-9 lead into halftime. In the third quarter, Northwestern added another touchdown and with under seven minutes remaining, Notre Dame came back to score a touchdown. They decided to go for a two-point conversion. The Wildcats defense held, the conversion failed, and the stunning upset was secured. Notre Dame would go on to the Orange Bowl. Northwestern, you ask, they would go on to the Rose Bowl that year. Number six, history-making moment for the losing team. September 11th, 1999, UNLV 27, Baylor 24. Now here is one you simply don't hear very often. Baylor entered the game 0-1, while UNLV was 1-0 and had never defeated a Big 12 opponent. Playing at home in front of over 32,000 fans, Baylor led 24-21 with eight seconds to play. Now follow this. Baylor had the ball at the UNLV eight-yard line, and all they had to do was take a knee to secure the win. But instead, the Baylor coach, Kevin Steele, called for a running play. Darrell Bush fumbled, and UNLV's defensive end, Kevin Thomas, picked it up in the end zone and raced down the sidelines untouched 100 yards to secure the stunning win for the UNLV Rebels and the stunning loss for the Baylor Bears. Baylor infamously became the first team in the history of college football to lose a game on the game's last play while leading and possessing the ball. Number five, the miracle in the big house, September 24th, 1994. Colorado 27, Michigan 26. In the big house in front of over 106,000 fans, Number four, Michigan entered the game 2-0, and number seven, Colorado, was also 2-0. Michigan led 26-21 with six seconds remaining. 
Colorado had the ball on their own 36-yard line, 64 yards from the end zone. Colorado quarterback Cordell Stewart dropped back and threw 73 yards into the wind. Michael Westbrook caught a Hail Mary pass in the end zone, stunning the Ann Arbor fans on a final play of the game, a play that Coach Bill McCartney called Rocket Left. Players to this day say that Cordell Stewart could throw the ball 85 yards on his knees. Number four, the turnaround. September 27, 1919. Tulsa 152, Oklahoma Baptist 0. In the last game of the 1918 season, Tulsa was shut out by Oklahoma State 33 to nothing. And in a shortened three-game season, Tulsa had scored a total of nine points all season. Now, 1919 rolls around. Tulsa hires a new head coach, Francis Smith. In his first game as coach, Tulsa scored 152 points in one of the most remarkable turnarounds in the history of college football. They went on to score over 60 points in seven of the nine games to finish 8-0-1. Tulsa had an unusual distinction, however, as in 1968, they were defeated by Houston 100-6, as this program scored over 150 points in a game and had given up over 100 points in a game. Number three, in Memorial, September 25, 1971. Marshall 15, Xavier 13. On November 14, 1970, Marshall lost to East Carolina 17 to 14. Flying back after the defeat, the plane with 75 people aboard, including Marshall's football team, coaches, staff, members of the community, and flight crew, crashed as it approached the Tri State Airport in Huntington, West Virginia. There were no survivors. It was later determined the plane encountered fog and rain and that combined with instrument failure was the cause of the crash. The community was overwhelmed with grief and the heartbreaking rebuilding of the college football program became a symbol as Marshall moved forward. New coach Jake Ligel was hired to resume football at Marshall on September 25, 1971, playing at home, Marshall defeated Xavier 15 to 13 in the program's first win after the heartbreaking tragedy. There are only two games remaining here, do you know what they are? Number two, upset for the ages. September 21st, 1996, Arizona State University defeated two-time national champion Nebraska 19 to nothing, snapping a 26-game Cornhusker winning streak. Number 17, Arizona State entered the game 2-0, but its defense yielded 42 points to Washington in the first week and had lost to Nebraska the previous season, giving up 77 points. Number one, Nebraska entered the game 1-0, scoring 55 points against Michigan State. They were riding a 26-game winning streak, had won the national championship the previous two seasons, and the next year, they would go on to win a third national championship in a four-year span. But that night in Tempe, in front of a frenzied Sun Devil crowd of over 74,000, on a 91-degree night, the Arizona State defense recorded three safeties, fossed three turnovers, and shut out a Nebraska team that had not been shut out since 1973. Again, this was 1996. How did the Sun Devils do this, you ask? They placed a safety on the line of scrimmage to slow the Cornhuskers running game to secure this upset. And now, the greatest, most impactful game ever played in the month of September. Number one, upset in the big house. September 1st, 2007. Appalachian State 34, Michigan 32. Safety Corey Lynch blocked a field goal on the last play of the game in front of over 109,000 in attendance in the big house, considered by many to be the mother of all upsets, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. See, on the opening day of the 2007 season at the big house in Ann Arbor, 
in front of 109,218 in attendance in a game that was seen as such a colossal mismatch that the Las Vegas sportsbooks refused to offer a betting line. Division one AA app state was up against number five historic power Michigan. Now add this to the monumental realization that no division one AA team had ever defeated a ranked division one A team. Appalachian State three times watched Michigan take the lead. Three times they came back late in the fourth quarter for that third time Michigan was up 32 to 31. But App State with no timeouts drove 69 yards and kicked a field goal to take the lead. On the ensuing drive, the Wolverines drove down and lined up for the game winning field goal on the last play of the game with six seconds remaining. And that is when Corey Lynch blocked the field goal on the last play of the game to complete what may have been the greatest upset in the history of college football. Well, there you have it. The 10 greatest games played in the month of September. Now, I know you may be thinking, what about this game? What about that game? But I hope I gave you a few games you would consider worthy of being the greatest games ever played in this month of September. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.